Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. is freshly roasted and ethically sourced it's music to your ears shake up the way you wake up the kingscoastcoffee.com welcome to episode 156 of star wars and scotch it's tim it's kevin and it is a chilly morning here in sunny florida so chilly that lando was we we have a fireplace in in, in our house and lando was i turn i usually turn it on in the morning like when it's cold before i leave for the gym so that when amy gets up it's on because she likes having it on and um, I get back from the gym, and she goes, look at your dog. And uh, this is how cold it is that he is also sitting by the fire. <laughs> <laughs> what so, a handsome boy. Right? But he's just like, he, he likes the, it's so cold that he also needs the warmth in the fireplace. So, and you've seen Finn. We put the sweater on Finn in this weather, but oh. he doesn't like clothes. Oh. So he just stands there paralyzed unless he has to go to the bathroom if we put any clothes on him. So. Oh. Um, but he's going to, for his doggy daycare and grooming session today because he gets spa days even though I don't. Oh, um, I don't either. So, yeah, yeah. So at least Finn does. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So glad the fur babies are taken care of. Don't, at least they are. Yeah. <laughs> and don't don't be the person from Canada who's like, hold on. Oh, you don't know what cold is there, bud. You you don't know what cold is, okay? That's you don't not understand. What sound like? You is it like you don't know what cold is, eh? Eh? You don't know what cold is, eh? eh? That just sounds like you're from the North Pole. That sounds like you work for Santa Claus. I wear flannel. I ride a moose <laughs> to work, eh? I can do that. I can do that because 32 percent of my viewership comes from Canada, so <laughs> I can do that. Just saying. What? Okay. I broke down the demographics. I, don't think I that's got how reasons. that works, but sure. Hey, we were making fun of Americans last night on stream. Like, it's a two-way street. <laughs> Funny. And I'm going to Banff in 2025. You're going to where? I'm going to Banff. What's that? National Park. That's that beautiful national park with the Crystal Ice Lake. And um, what else is there? Where you can play hockey on it, but you could see through the ice. Oh, I've seen TikToks of that. Yeah, you're going there? In February, we're going. Cool. Uh, Rob's birthday, so we're nice. getting the house. Yeah. Got a whole whole 13 months though so but christmas is right around the corner Holy and if crap. you haven't gotten your gifts yet you should buy You're the gift screwed. of gcx but you could buy the gift of gcx that's true that's true but man could you imagine just like not having christmas ready can, can i level with you oh my god my wife my wife wants a new dyson like small vacuum we have a bigger one oh, she wants man, a new my, one as soon as you said dice i was like is danielle playing tabletop <laughs> sorry <laughs> We'll that's get all, to that in a minute. That's all I can think about. 
Um, she wants a new Dyson vacuum, but I feel bad you should giving my wife a vacuum. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, that's what she wants. I mean, like, Kevin, at this point in our relationships, we've been married to our, our, our partners for a while. Yeah, and, over a decade, um, both of us. Yeah, and so, like, now, like, you kind of, like, get things for each other as you go along. Oh, I think Kevin would like this. Oh, I think Danielle would like this. Like, I get things for Amy. It's like, oh, she's going to have this. Or she, get, she gets things for herself. I get things for myself. Um, And so, like, I don't think, like... I don't think like getting her a vacuum is all that bad. I think that's like it's the thing that she wants and like that's okay. We don't have to do like the cute like lovey-dovey like all oh, with dating kind of gifts. You know, like it's all practical now. I got her that's jewelry last year. Yeah. So. I mean like yeah, we would like we updated Amy's rings for our anniversary. So like that was like a, a like a gift. We we're talking about renovating some some parts of the house, like maybe changing up her bathroom. Like that's a gift to us. It's age, yeah, we're Kevin. Doing, we're old. We're doing, uh, my in-laws got us a new water softener because our shit to bed. <laughs> see, like, my mom. But those us, are great gifts. My mom got us a walking pad. Yeah. See, another great gift. Yep. And then uh, uh, we got each other bed linens. Oh my god! <laughs> Could you imagine telling like fifteen-year-olds you that like you in like you know thirty years down the road you're gonna be excited for a water softener? The other issue with us is if we want something, we buy it exactly. And we don't want video games because that's part of our careers. So we just that's buy them for work. It's like, thank you. And then, like, if we want a, something for the smoker or cooking, we just buy it because we want to use it that weekend. Yeah. I mean, so, like, hell, magic cards are now write-offs for me. I'm told Amy, don't buy me magic cards. <laughs> don't do it. Write-offs. That's the one awesome thing about content creation is if you really get into something and it takes off, you that your hobby now is paid yeah, for. Like, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> it's fantastic. We'll get it. We'll get into magic in just a second. But uh, yeah, if if you haven't gotten a gift, you're planning on coming to GCX. I highly recommend you grab some tickets to GCX, throw them in an envelope, say surprise, and then we'll book our hotels next year when they open up the hotel block. It'll be very exciting. Uh, and and uh, you can hang out with with Tim and I at GCX this year because I have a feeling I'm going to get pulled back into talent things now oh, after BAC this, this weekend. Look at this. <laughs> he gets on BAC. He starts streaming on Twitch. He's talent again. I'm talent again. He's talent That's again. Just what happened? This is this <laughs> sorry, guys. Is I can't are. produce the show. I'm talent. I try. <laughs> hey, I've done both for many years. <laughs> I'm just giving you shit. Yeah, this so one should go just the, full the, drama. It's like, no, nope, can't. Got the green room. I, I try. Imagine I turned into a diva this year. That's what I'm saying. Like that would be a really funny bit. Like it would be really funny just for a minute. Just freak the hell out of everybody. Let's film it. We'll do it as a skit. It'll be great. It'll be great. Um. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, give the gift GCX, gcxevent.com. Get your tickets um, for the 2024 event. It's going to be very exciting. August 16th and 17th at Rose and Shingle Creek. We're having some very productive conversations. I can tell you a few things. Creator meet and greet area will be bigger this year. Yeah. St. Jude will have a bigger presence yeah. and some more interactive experiences. One of the most exciting things that we're working on uh, involves St. Jude, but it also involves... Can't, can't I was almost said something too far. Oh. It involves some really cool stuff that you all will be very excited about. So, um, uh, and, and a chance for you to have fun and 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 do some cool stuff uh, and good in the world. So, GCXEvent.com. It's going to be probably one of the best years that we've ever had. Yeah, uh, we're so. inviting. I'm inviting double the amount of creators that I did for our featured creator list. So, um, it's going to be awesome, and uh, we're excited. We're also bringing in creators from outside the gaming space too. Mm -hmm. So a lot of local creators to Orlando that are involved in horror and and um, uh, like not vlog style content. There's one guy I met that really wants to come and do like he does like 
game show style stuff, if that cool. makes sense. Yeah, see. Quiz. Yeah. So, you know. I like those videos uh, on TikTok. Yeah, so fun. we're expanding a little bit. So gcxevent.com, uh, get your tickets as soon as possible. If you haven't gotten your Kings Coast and you live on Long Island, that's the only way you're going to get it by Christmas. Yep. Sorry, uh, you're out of luck. And Wayne said the cafe was jamming this weekend with Good. people getting physical products. So, Fantastic. Uh, if you got to drive like an hour from the city or something and you want to go say hi to Wayne and Abby, you can do so at Kings Coast. Uh, but if you are ordering coffee, it will come after Christmas. But maybe maybe you're not seeing your your parents or something until right before the new year. You still got time if that's the case. You can go to kingscoastcoffee.com and get your coffee ASAP because that is what's keeping us warm on this chilly Florida yeah, morning. What are, you, what are you sipping on? Uh, this is Bow Breaker. Oh, very nice. Got Roaster's mm-hmm. Choice. The uh, The latest lot... Uh, was really good. Don't remember what it was, but it had like notes of, you know, like the you know Christmas notes. So mm-hmm. I felt like it was, you know, something fun to sip on. I don't know and if I, I had bright. that. I don't know if I had the roaster's choice this this time around. It might be in the closet. yeah. What's really fun is that we have got those QR codes in the bag, so you can scan it, and then it takes you to the the lot page, and then Wayne has it all categorized by by dates when it was roasted, so you can see like. Maybe maybe you've got like a, a roaster's choice from like last month, and you're like, I don't remember what it is, and you just quickly just scan the QR code, and boom, there you go. And then you can look at all the future ones too, where maybe if you missed out on a couple roasters, like, ah oh, man, that was a really good one. I, I, I wish I would have you know kept my subscription. Also, we should give credit where credits due. Wayne is the most technological, illiterate human being on the yeah, planet. Pete is the one that made the QR yeah, code. Well, I was trying. <laughs> Sorry, Wayne. Come on, you know me. I got to kick my friends when they're down. They do the same to me. Um. Yeah, no, it's like, <laughs> oh, it's like Wayne, Wayne in computers is like your grandpa trying to navigate satellite. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Or uh, your grandpa trying to get on the Wi-Fi. Yeah. Yeah. It's rough. Very similar. Mm-hmm. Very similar. But he's got, he really um, knows his tequila, though. He does. He does. Uh, I've been seeing so many po- so much positive feedback on the Lab Seventy Seven merch drop. Yeah, Everyone's raving was about the very, jacket. Very happy about the jacket, which was people were getting it yesterday. I was seeing in chat, they were like, yeah. "Tim, this is the best quality jacket I own." Yeah, a lot of people were saying that we should have charged more money for it. But we, Amy and I, both had a discussion about it. We just we didn't feel good like charging more for that. Uh, and I, I keep I was talking to Paul about this while we were at St. Jude. Uh, we were talking about merch. And I was like, you know, like that was the reason why I wanted to start this is that we didn't have to charge astronomical prices to like make eat, like to break even on a product um, because we, you know, we, we were just doing direct to consumer. Now we're not involving a third party, mm-hmm. which is really neat. Very, very happy with that. Uh, more to come for next year. We'll, we'll start talking about spring after the new year. Yep, Lab77.co or shop shop.lab77.co too. Yep. That all works. Yep. That all works. So, yeah. You should, uh, you should go there and take a gander. There's there's a few evergreen items, right? So, yeah, we got the we got the the, the mouse pad slash game mats. Uh, we're going to continue improving on that that item. Uh, that was our first version of it. Uh, we're trying to work and find a few different suppliers. Um, we got the jacket. We got the polo. We've got uh, we got a hat. Uh, we're going to continue adding evergreen items as we go into the year, and then possibly a workout line. So yeah. All right, and if you do think you didn't pay enough for the jacket, you could just go to Tim's channel and drop him a, 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 <laughs> you can a give subscription on Twitch or members or a member on YouTube, whatever, whatever. Give Tim your members, all of you. Thanks, go Kevin. for it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, I had a ton of fun at BAC. I'm still catching up on sleep, but I had a ton of fun. Oh at BAC, yeah, man! Like Tim. that was that was a wild weekend. It was really really good. It was a great great group of people. Uh, ben and Sam did a great job of adding to the the core group. It was cool that the first the first group got to come back to do it again for another year. So I think we just we we definitely elevated that bar uh, even higher. And and Sam and Ben and and the the St. Jude production team really just brought it all home. So it was it was a great a great combination of just everybody like you guys being there. The rare drop team crushed it. Um, heck, even Mindy was there and she was doing a lot of behind the scenes work. So mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people came together to to really pull off something really unique and special that I'm excited to see evolve into something I don't think anyone's really ever seen in the charity space. Yeah, it's um, <clears throat> I mean we've seen other content creators make content like this but this i don't know the vibe was just really positive um uh and and it 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 felt like it for the first time for me it really felt like the true extension of gcx into bac yeah like it i is agree a sprint from mm-hmm. one event to the next yep um and i'm excited to uh to help with that and you know we've got other projects i've mentioned on stream and in a few other places coming up with saint jude that um, you'll learn more about in the coming months as we expand the relationship and do more for fundraising. Um, but yeah, I mean, like getting a, if you didn't hear GCX and BAC, uh, the entire community is going to have the third floor of the new Domino's Village dedicated to to us, the community, us. I don't mean us, Tim and I. I mean, everybody who's ever donated, watch this, you know, well, you're, if you watch the stream, it's great. and We thank you. But if you donated, your name will actually be in there. Um, and uh we don't know what that form is going to take yet. Uh, ben Lupo, Sam, and I were talking to the St. Jude folks about how to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have a commitment of, uh, I think it's just over $9 million more million to go um, by 2030, which we will smash that goal and then some, um, to uh, achieve the goal of the dedication, which is super exciting and, and humbling, mm-hmm. to be honest. Because when I started this journey uh, back in 2015 by showing up to... to <laughs> a bar meetup with some guy I met at Disney <laughs> and these other crazy people <laughs> I watched online. I did not expect to be here in 2023. Yeah. So uh, it's been a, it's been a crazy journey. It's humbling. It's really cool. And I'm glad everyone's being honored because they deserve it. It's I, I'm super happy. It's not, there's one thing that we try and do with GCX and Tim can back me up here. We don't need the spotlight constantly on us. Nope. Uh, we want to share with, with other creators that help. We want to share with, the community and, and have a place where everyone's kind of on even footing and no one feels like they're better than anyone or above anyone. So uh, this is just another reflection of that. Yeah. So, thank at, you. At the end of the day, it's all about the kids. And, and now at the Domino village, we get to show that it's, it's about the entire family, you know, from the mom to the dad, to <laughs> the brother and sister that have to also be there and, and, and watch their sibling go through that. So, um, yeah. Yeah, and that's that's what it, at the end of the day that's what it's all about, and that's what's so cool about being at St. Jude. We actually get to physically like see it, and and I want I want mm-hmm. I want that for more people. I want more people to see, and I think that's what's so cool about doing BAC at St. Jude and doing more things at St. Jude. Um, it really helps showcase where your money goes, and I think that's yep. the one thing that's lost sometimes is that people don't really know like what they're supporting. I think that's such a cool. Uh, it, it's it's such an, an honor and a privilege that we get to do that. We we get to show people like what it really is all about. So yep, yeah. So there we go. If if you've ever donated and you have a few more events to donate during, if you want your name up there, you will uh, you'll be immortalized in the halls of Saint Jude uh, through our community, which is in- absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. So. 
thank you if you donated. Thank you if you watch BAC, GCX, anything. We appreciate it. And uh, the next, what's the next big event? Summit? Summit is the next big, mm-hmm. big event. So you'll be able to watch portions of Summit uh, online uh, at St. Jude. We'll, we will be back there. But um, let's get into the Star Wars. Yeah. Um, so I don't. I'm not shocked by this. I sent this article to Tim this morning. It's from Star Wars News Net. It's basically just an update on what's coming in 2024 and what's being pushed. Um, but for 2024, we're getting the final season of Bad Batch. No surprise there. We're getting the Acolyte. Yeah, you, okay. We're getting Skeleton Crew. Mm-hmm. And we're getting season two of Tales of the Jedi. That's a decent... So two, two big shows. Mm-hmm. And then... And then we got our animated stuff. Like that's that's solid. I mean, that's been kind of the cadence every year. Yep. Andor has been pushed to twenty twenty five. No surprise again, there. You know the writer strike and all that stuff that made sense. And I'm okay with it. Yeah, it just make it good. That's all I care about. And that's the final season of Andor too. So right, we knew that was reason. We knew two seasons. And that was it. No surprise. Yep. So Andor's getting pushed, but um, I have a feeling Bad Batch will be the same formula with lots of fluff and filler, but it'll have a really good ending. Um, Acolyte, I think, will be the show next year. I think so, too. And we'll introduce the broader audience to the higher public. I don't, I don't know what to make of Skeleton Crew. I'm not. I'm going to level I think with you. From from what I've seen with the, the trailer, it, it looks fun. It looks neat. It, um, who's, who's producing that? Let me look. Because, like, the shots, they, they looked pretty action-packed. It looked like a movie, if I remember correctly. There were some pretty neat scenes. Um, and it's got um, Jude Law. It's got Jude Law. I mean, Jude Law is a great actor. He's phenomenal. So the showrunners are Christopher Ford and John Watts. Christopher Ford is known for Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. Um, that's the only thing what, you would know. What about him. Watts? Watts also did. Um, he did Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, okay. That'll be um, fun. He direct, yeah. He directed Homecoming as well. He did that horror movie Clown, where the guy can't take the clown nose off and turns into a clown. The fuck. I don't know if you. Yeah, it's really, <laughs> I know that it's was a really thing. messed up. Okay. So yeah, they they seem to work on everything together, and yeah. So Spider Man, and both of those Spider Mans were phenomenal. So uh, if they shoot that within the kind of the same lens, I'm down, and it makes sense because there's kids. So like that that like if you keep that tone that Spider-Man tone high schoolers yeah Jude Law is kind of the Tony Stark yeah he one of them uh Watts worked on oh my god you remember Onion News Network yeah of course yeah he did 10 episodes of Onion News Network oh, back shit. in 2011 <laughs> that was That's great funny. they should, did they get rid of that no the onion's still around I know the onion is, but the the, oh, the TV show portion itself? Yeah, with I think, the fake I think news that's gone. I haven't seen oh, clips God. of that in forever. That was so good, man. Now I'm gonna go back and watch old clips of that. You ever watch? You know what I just got back into? What? Uh, this might be too old for you, and I'm gonna date myself. Do you remember the Jerky Boys? So the Jerky Boys used to prank call people and record it. And then they made CDs and albums. They made a really bad movie for it. But the first like two or three CDs of them prank calling people are hilarious. And I just got it on TikTok. And now I've been listening to Vincent it in the car. Vincent Pastor's in it? Alan North? 
Oh, the movie's horrendous. I'm looking at the movie. Yeah, movie. I'm looking at this movie. Okay, so Jerky Boys. So I, I used to listen to. I remember that. Okay, so I'm gonna. I this. I remember downloading prank phone calls from, um, from Spot, um, LimeWire. And yeah. um, do you remember? I don't know if you were in Tampa before then, but MJ in the morning. Um, I know MJ in the morning. Chris, people in Tampa have talked about it. So he used to do like a whole prank call segment. Like that was like his yeah, stick. Yeah. So like that. Yeah. So it's very similar to to this i can't remember what theirs was called yeah no i remember i remember people talking about it but yeah this was like uh they had all different characters that they would do uh you know he's like he had the new york guy frank rizzo he's like he's like i'm calling about the job he's like i'll sell the shit out of those fucking cars like that (laughs) (laughs) just very funny anyway back to uh skeleton crew onion news network threw us for a little loop there um uh yeah, I don't know what to expect. There's um, the still image that I've seen where Jude Law looks like a skinny Batista Jedi in a robe. Yeah. Um, if you scroll down to that article, it's it's on the stage of Star Wars Celebration. One of the kids looks like a Mira Luca, which is kind of cool because um, I believe we're getting Mira Luca in Acolyte too. I think I saw Mira Lucas are the blind ones who see with the Force. Yes. Um, one of the kids looks like a Mira Luca, so I don't know. I don't know what to expect. Honestly, is you know. Is it going to be, you know, we how we have the children's books, young adult books, and the adult books? Uh-huh. Is this going to be like the young adult or children's version of a Star Wars live action television show? Uh, I don't know. I hope I not. Know. For me personally, but I mean, like we have the young Jedi. I mean, like, I guess there would be a natural progression. Maybe that was maybe that was a test case to see if they could actually capture a young audience. They captured my kid. My kid. My kid really liked watching Young Jedi. He, my kids do, but then like after two episodes, they want to go watch something else. Kyler sat so. down and just he just he loves the characters. He also likes Star Wars. Like he yes. like him and I like we like I have shared that love with that, and he he has just exploded with just like fascination with when it comes to Star Wars. So mm-hmm. uh, maybe that's why. But I mean, like, like Hunter likes Star Wars, but also that I think he's he's too old, and he will watch it if Jules is watching it. Like I'll watch it. Yeah, too. I watch it. Nub. I sit down with Kyler and we talk about it. I stub. I uh, I stand for nubs all the time, but um, it she will lose interest very quickly. It's just not her favorite thing. She likes it, but it's not her favorite thing. Yeah. Which is fine, but I have a feeling that's printing them money right now on the uh, on the kids' side. Oh yeah, um, and because p- every parent that's like you is getting to enjoy that with their child. So I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what the vibe is. I don't really understand the show. So I guess we'll get to know more when we see it. But I don't know about Skeleton Crew. I just it's a big question mark for me. I'm not sure what we're getting there yeah, and then tales of the jedi excites me because tales of the jedi season one was terrific yeah um it, it, short 10 minute 10 minute gap fillers in my opinion things that we are pretty important but not necessary to the broader star wars audience yeah. it's for like tim and i and and the people listening to this podcast honestly right. like let's level that's what that show is for mm-hmm. and my wife is not asking um what happened with Count Dooku and Qui-Gon Jinn before Count Dooku became a Sith? Yeah, no. I wanted to know oh, more. I, those those episodes were gorgeous. Like, like from start oh, to finish, wonderful. like, the writing was great. The artistic directions in all of them were fantastic. Like, they fit the vibes. 
Um, yeah, I, I really like the tale from the Jedi. Like ah- Ahsoka's was great. Um, the one with like her and Anakin, phenomenal. Like that was awesome. And it even like there are nods to those moments in other parts of Star Wars media right now. And like that was really yep. cool that we had all these tie-ins. Also, Ahsoka killing the Inquisitor was probably the peak of it. Yeah, it was really good. Or even just like seeing her mom, like and understanding like where she comes from and her people. Uh, Huntress culture. Yeah, it's really cool. Yeah, that was uh, Jules and Hunter really liked that episode. Good one. They thought something was going to happen to her when the big cat came. Yeah, it's like be fine. You'll be fine. And the last (laughs) scene, they were like so happy. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's. I'm excited to see because I think the fan reception was good to that, and I think that's probably Dave's little like, eh, let's have some fun project. Yeah, I agree. Um, so I'm 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 excited for that. So that's what we're getting in 2024 and or in in 2025. Um, no announcement yet on on Mandalorian season four. I would say it's safe to bet that Mandalorian season four will be 2025 as well. Mm. Um, are there any other shows that have a season two? Nothing moving on a, on a future of Obi-Wan. Nothing moving on the future of Boba. So those yeah, shows Ahsoka's are going to be for a while. So 26 would be my guess on yeah. Ahsoka. Yeah, I don't think we um, have anything else unless they start whipping out some new shows. Well, honestly, if you look at the timeline, I would I could see Ahsoka being holiday 25, to be honest. Have they already started recording? Is it in production? Uh, let's see. Ahsoka. I mean, I guess if they start if they started at the beginning of the year, they could get it done by by holiday. But I don't think they'll do that because they didn't. I think they'd wait until twenty twenty five. Yeah, it wouldn't be holiday twenty twenty four. One article I read, no twenty five. Oh, holiday, holiday twenty twenty five. I uh, I think it'd be more like the, what they did for it was summertime, wasn't it, Armando? Yeah, it was right up against GCX. I think it would be the exact same window. Okay. I'd be okay with that. That's that's my guess. All right. It's 25. We're saying Ahsoka. I've seen a lot of people comparing the future of what Ahsoka could be in Dave's movie to Endgame and Infinity War. And that would make sense. That would make sense because if you, if you do summer of 2025 and then you go into the movie would be right then. Probably holiday. They love releasing Star Wars movies around the holidays. That would, I, or you still need more buildup because you have to get through Mando, you have to get through Soka. Those two move, those two shows have to end at the same time because it all brings the closure. The movies bring the closure of the Mandoverse. Mm-hmm. So I would assume your two seasons would then have to kind of finish around the same time, so then you can go to the movie. So let's say summer twenty twenty five twenty, yeah twenty twenty five. And then holiday 2025 for Ahsoka. And then the following year, you'd get your movie. Okay. I like that. I'm into that. I'm because, on board. because isn't the movie a three-parter? The movie is... I, they haven't said anything. Okay, about, I thought at uh, one point they talked about it being a trilogy. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Let's see. God, if, Thra- if Thrawn is a trilogy, that would be so wild. Speaking of Thrawn, you showed me that they're re-releasing Timothy Zahn's original Heir to the Empire. Thrawn novel. Yep. But what was the one catch, Kevin? They said that it was it was being brought to us in a new way. In a new way, yes. That was the quote. From- I, have no, I wonder if it's going to be like a graphic novel. I wonder if it's going to be all illustrated. 
That'd be fun. That would be really cool. All it says is no. Yeah. Upcoming live action Star Wars film set during the New Republic era by Dave Filoni is currently planned. The film will close out the stories told in The Mandalorian, The Book of Boba Fett, Ahsoka, and other related series on Disney Plus. That's all it says. Yeah. Could be. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I could see Dave making a Zack Snyder like two part, two and a half hour each one movie using air quotes for your for your audio listeners. Yeah. And pulling one of those. Because it's just, it'd be a lot of information you'd have to shove in two hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no way. It's definitely going to have to be a trilogy. Or, yeah, I think it's the only way to do it. Of course, because they love trilogies. They're not going to do a part one, part two. True. When has Star Wars we'll ever done a part one, part two? Um, Never. Mm, nope. It worked so well for Witcher. Yeah, but I don't <laughs> think they're going to do that. No, I was being sarcastic. Like 80% of their viewership dropped off. No surprise. Um, well, <laughs> I had a rant last night about that on the stream. Anyway, Anywho. we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right. Um, so Rebel Moon is, is getting the... Uh, the average Rotten Tomatoes. It? Well, it's 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 a seventy two percent right now on the viewer side. Nice, and it's under twenty percent on the critic side. Oh, because those uneducated fools don't know anything. Um, so uh, I made I made a comment last night, and everyone laughed. Uh, I won't say it verbatim, but a certain Star Wars content creator didn't like it, which leads me to believe that I probably will like it. Oh. Um. But I think I think part of the problem is, and we're doing what we always do, is everyone has these huge expectations that since Lucasfilm turned it down, Zach made this epic saga that will end everything, and and this will be the new Star Wars for older people. And it's like, why would you go that far down the rabbit hole instead of saying, let me check out this movie and see if it's good? Kevin. That's where I'm at. How dare you? <laughs> you <laughs> like, son of a bitch. I understand Netflix has huge plans and wants to make this a franchise, and, and that's great. I'm all on board. Let's do it. But can we see the movie first and see how we all feel about it and not put these insane, unrealistic expectations on what it is? I have a feeling I'm going to like it. That's what I'm getting at. I think I'm going to like it. I, I think, think it's going like to be good. But I'm also not going in thinking it's going to change the face of of sci-fi fantasy fiction and for the rest of the remaining time of humanity. Like I, I'm not there. Like we got one star Wars. We get one. Yeah. Nothing else has captivated us the way star Wars has. Right. Yeah. We got Warhammer 40 K and all that stuff. And I'm sure Warhammer will get more popular when, when uh, the show comes out. But 
it's Star Wars. We've had Battlestar Galactica. That's another big one. That's fun. We have Star Trek. Yeah. I would say Star Trek is probably the closest thing we've gotten to Star Wars, but still I would would you even say Star Trek isn't as popular as Star Wars? Uh Star I don't I don't think Star Trek is as popular. I I think at a global level, and especially now in its current state, um Star I would say Star Trek is is extremely niche. Um I mean like they have the they have the shows that are on Paramount Plus. Those are still still they're still very much so targeted to an adult audience whereas Star Wars encompasses all ages. It's very yep. difficult. It has a like I, I remember watching Star Trek as a kid with my parents, but it I I just knew like I knew who the Klingons were, I knew who the Romulans were, I knew what a bird of prey was, I knew what the Enterprise looked like, I knew a couple different ships, but like I didn't understand the lore, I didn't get into the dynamics of the Star Trek universe. Whereas with Star Wars, it was a lot easier. The, the barrier to entry was so much lower. It was easier to understand the mythology of Star Wars. It was easier to understand the dynamics of Star Wars because it just it was just fed to you differently. Yep. At the end of the day, Star I, Wars is meant for kids. So when I started watching Star Wars as a kid, it captured my attention. The idea of having a a, a, a laser sword and using the Force is far more attractive to me as a child than using my blasters and the Klingon, you know, nerve pinch. Sorry, the, sorry, Kling, not Klingon. I'm so sorry. The Vulcan, Vulcan nerve pinch. I'm so sorry. To the one Star Trek listener that we have right now, Mabi. <laughs> Live long and prosper. <laughs> you ever see that meme with Benedict Cumberbatch that has, like, the mix of everything in it? It's like... Harry Potter reference mixed with Narnia mixed no. with Star Wars. It's like the nerd's worst nightmare. It's like, <laughs> I'm going to look it up. It's like, may the force ever be in your favor. And like, it's this whole. Yeah, it's just it's uh, uh, man, it's, it's really funny. You send it to nerds. It pisses them off. I said Tim a meme this weekend while while he was doing the, the uh, building against cancer. But it was a uh, it was a fake poster for Rebel Moon that said Zack Snyder's. I'm going to go build my own Star Wars with blackjack and hookers. Um. I, I, you know what? At the end of the day, if it's a bad movie, it's a bad movie. Whatever. Yeah. I'll still watch the second part, to be honest. Like, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll still check it out. I hope it's good because I would love to have another thing to like. Um, I just, I do, tribalism makes no sense to me. I don't get it. I, like, I, but why can't we all enjoy multiple things? It, I, I, I will never understand tribalism. I really won't. I, I want more people to like Star Wars the way I do so I can have great conversations like I do with Tim every week. Um, yeah, they're okay. You know, one of the funniest things from GCX. I don't know. I think you were there. What? I yeah, I heard you. <laughs> <laughs> what? One of the funniest things from GCX. I don't know if you were at the bar when this happened, but um, Mike called Frodo. Or um, yeah, I was there. Mike you just don't Sam, remember. <laughs> he called Samwise a bitch, and I blocked out. I blacked out, yelling he, at him. He definitely blacked out. He did. He yelled at him all the way to the elevator. Because Danielle's like, we gotta go. <laughs> And it was like, how dare you? He is the hero of Middle the door, Earth. The, door, the doors were closing and his lips were up against the door. <laughs> um, so, you know, and that, those are the fun, fun conversations. I'm using that word loosely in that. T- but it was Mike. I can yell at Mike um, that I love to have. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, if this is another thing we're all going to enjoy. Great. If it sucks. Oh, well, we tried. You know, I, I, I still watch attack of the clones when i watch new star wars the movie's horrendous yeah the first hour and a half of phantom menace is horrendous yeah i still watch it it's just part of the franchise and i love the franchise so 
see what happens. It comes out, if you want to watch it, by the way, uh, it comes out actually tomorrow night. Oh. Um, so if you're on the East Coast, I think it comes out at, uh, is it 9 p.m. Pacific? I'm not going to watch it till the weekend. Hey, I'll probably watch it Saturday night with my mom. But I also have to watch, my mom is up to Infinity War. So oh, I want to nice. watch Infinity War. Yeah. Do you think we should watch Infinity War and then just jump to Endgame? Or should we watch Ant-Man 2 and... You don't need to watch Ant-Man 2. Captain, what about Captain Marvel? Um, okay, so Captain Marvel explains a part, but it does, like... It's not necessary. Not really. Like, it's a good movie. It just, like, it just explains why she shows up. And it also explains, like, a, a different, a, another storyline that you'll end up in later. It's good. Rebel it's okay. Moon. You could jump right into it. You'd be all right. I just don't know if we're going to have time. It released. It keeps saying. It's got to be. Wait, it's got to it be now. Oh, is it out right now? No. December 21st. That's, tomorrow. So it's tomorrow. There it is. It'll be out 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Gross. Thank I'm you. waiting until the weekend to watch. I'll either watch it Friday night or Saturday night. And I'm sure I'll text Tim at some point being like, I'm watching it. I'm watching um, it. I'm watching it. Uh, oh, no, Friday night, we might be going to that thing. That's so, why I was like, damn, twice. Kevin, you're going to do that thing, and then you're going to go watch that? That's impressive. I wasn't going to tell you how to live your life. I for, I was just going off of the schedule in my head, which has huge <laughs> gaps right now. Um, yeah, so probably Saturday night, because Sunday is Christmas Eve. How crazy is that? I still got to get this vacuum, so. <laughs> we'll go get your vacuum. Then Monday's Christmas, and Tuesday I'm off to Georgia till Saturday. Crazy. Or Sunday. You're Sunday? busy guy. I don't remember. I won't be when I'm in Georgia. I'll tell you that much. All right, what do we got? Good luck finding me, chat. I don't think they were going to try to find you anyways. It's a big state. I don't think, I don't think they're going to stalk you, Kevin. You're going to be okay. <laughs> All right. To close out the year, since this is the last episode of the year, oh, Tim true. and I decided decided. Uh, to uh, oh, and on the Rebel Moon subject, we that'll be the first episode of Star Wars Discussion next year. Tim and I will break down our our feelings on Rebel Moon. Uh, to close it out, though, last episode of the year, and to put a a, a little period at the end of 2023, which was a decent year, but 2024 is going to be so much better. I'm feeling it, feeling it in my plums. plums. Um, we decided uh, we saw a clip of some other folks doing this, and we just thought it'd be a fun idea to like kind of make our Mount Rushmore of Star Wars. So four names. Four characters, legends, whatever, doesn't matter. Legends canon can take from, from whatever you want uh, and put them up there. Now, this could be based on, I think they're the best characters because they're so powerful. These are my favorite. There is no rules, no nothing. It's your Mount Rushmore. So it's Tim's and then Kevin's. And uh, we can poke coals in each other's or agree, whatever it may be. But this is our Mount hmm, Rushmore. My Mount so, Rushmore. So I got my four. Tim's oh, so got his four. I wasn't sure. Okay, so you sent me this thing, but I like kind of blocked it out. I thought we were gonna do it raw, like on the spot. You came with homework done. I didn't come with homework. I just came with a list that I made at seven thirty this morning. Okay, all right. Well, um, I would say. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. How about you go first? All right, I'll go first. All right. So we my first. Talk it out. We can talk it out. No, no, my no, first. No, no, no. My first on the list is Darth Revan. Darth Revan is one of the most dynamic characters in the history of Star Wars. He toyed one. with the light side, the dark side. You can use the same ones. You do not have to. No, have I'm just saying, no, I'm agreeing, dude. That's a great one. 
But um, I think Darth Revan also defined Star Wars for an entire new generation and a new uh, set a new tone in the in the culture of what would be Star Wars from the gaming perspective, from books, and uh, also ushered us into a new. Well, he didn't, but his story ushered us into a new era of Star Wars that we hadn't explored before. So Darth Revan's my number one. Um, I personally have fond memories. You've heard me talk about KOTOR a thousand times and how I think it's one of the greatest video game story. No, sorry, the greatest video game story ever told, period, end of sentence, not Star Wars. Um, and um, yeah, so Darth Revan's my number one. Good. And Tim's, Tim's in on that. Solid. Number two, Darth Bane. I love the Darth Bane trilogy. I haven't read it in a long time, but it's... it fond memories of reading it um and uh darth bane to find the rule of two which would be you know the rule of the sith moving forward and even though we're in an era where disney's kind of bending the rule on that because we're starting to see that the sith didn't follow that rule which is still very sith of them not to follow the rule um i think it really changed again uh it was another culture shifting moment when it comes to star wars lore um and how we got to the point from this you know, old Republic that had all of these Sith to, you know, how do we get Vader and the Emperor and that's it. So uh, Darth Bane would be my number two. Also, he looks like a badass and he is canon. So, well, so is Revan. Number three. And if you asked me over a year ago, I would not have put this person on my Mount Rushmore at all. But the character development that we've gotten to experience with this person uh, in the new era of Star Wars is unparalleled to none. Uh, and I put Anakin up there because... As, as much as those movies annoy me, the first two, getting from that small little kid to where we are now, and now that we've seen the journey along the way and what we saw in Ahsoka, and if he really is Sky God Daddy Anakin, um, it's pretty cool. But uh, part of it, too, is the redemption arc uh, for the actor, um, Hayden Christensen. But I'm putting Anakin up there just because... Man, it's been a joy to see him come back and just reprise the role and do a different version of it. And the intricacies, like we said, when he was Clone Wars Anakin and Ahsoka, um, the acting was just, he played a different version of himself. And I, again, I just, I don't know. It just struck me. So Anakin's up there. And if you asked me a year and a half ago, Anakin would not have been on this list. Last but not least is my evergreen. No pun intended. Maybe a little bit. Is it Yoda? <laughs> it's Yoda. Oh, okay. It's Yoda. <laughs> Yoda has always been one of my favorite characters. Uh, even even on a personal note, a lot of the things Yoda says while we laugh can be applied to everyday life. I have Yoda most motivational quote here. I've talked to Tim about when I redo this room and paint this wall, putting one of his quotes up there. Um, his character, not really character development, but we know he has a, a darker piece of his past to where he is now, interacting with him in the High Republic, and then, you know, kind of where he is. He's just a character that I really enjoy. One of my favorite Yoda moments, I know I'm going to get heat for this, but I don't really care, is um, episode eight when he sits with Luke and talks to him while the Jedi Temple's burning behind him. Just the way he talks to him about what really matters in life and death and all of that really gets to me. It reminds me a lot of the way um, Gandalf talks to, um, is it Merry or Pippin? I never remember in uh gondor when he thinks they're gonna die and he tells them what happens after they die which lore wise the hobbits don't get to experience that in the books but we'll ignore that and oh, pretend that that's what they do they just no. they just they just black out and that's over yeah they're like the dwarves it's just oh, done. um that sucks. <laughs> but we're gonna pretend <laughs> it's okay 
<laughs> the way he describes death is one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so it reminds me of that. So uh, Yoda's my number four on my Mount Rushmore. So it's Darth Revan, Darth Bane, Anakin, and Yoda. I know it's probably a little bit for the last two. People are going to complain and be like, why the so many better characters? I'm talking for me. It was about impact, um, impact on the franchise, impact on Kevin. Um, and that's why I came to the conclusion of these four as well. And before Tim goes, what I'd love to do is have you tweeted us, Facebook us, however you communicate with Star Wars and Scotch and Darkness and K-Magic um, and let us know what yours are. Uh, you can add reasons why. And whatnot, whatever. However, but we would love to be tagged in your Mount Rushmore for Star Wars. You can do it on the Twitter post because um, it's still Twitter to me uh, when we post the episodes and the clips. Um, feel free. But I'd love to hear what everyone else thinks and why. And I, I know we're going to have such a variety there and some obscure characters and, you know, different reasons. But I, I would love to hear from you all and, and, and let us know who your favorite um, and who you, what your Mount Rushmore would be, Star Wars and Scotch or Star Wars Scotch everywhere. Timmy, all right, up. okay. So my first one, it's going to be Obi Wan. I really enjoyed overall the progression of this character. Um, you know, seeing Obi Wan as we did with Qui Gon as an apprentice, we get to move through this progression, uh, him becoming uh, not only a father figure, uh, a, a, an older brother but also a teacher and a general. And then we get to see the downfall of Obi-Wan. And I think it were like, I know a lot of people were very critical on the Obi-Wan show. Um, I really enjoyed that version of Obi-Wan. Uh, I know I said that a lot during our, like our reviews of the episodes. Like I really loved the trauma. I loved seeing how broken that he was and the things that he had to overcome to get to the place where he needed to be, to do what he had to do to get us to where we needed to end up in episode four to protect Luke. And so like, that was just a really, really fun story um it, it felt really it felt good to get that closure to really understand how we got to where where we where we were when we meet, when we meet old ben for the first time in episode four so uh and i would love to see a continuation of that of that progression i think there's still a lot more fun that we could have with that character so hopefully we get to see more of uh ewan mcgregor going forward uh up next um i have to put him next to obi-wan but it's definitely darth maul uh, like Darth Maul is like probably like my favorite Sith Lord apprentice. Another one of those just awesome characters that when we first, much like Obi-Wan got the Star Wars treatment of cool, this character showed up and then instantaneously took, taken away from us. Um, and then, then when we get to see his progression through Clone Wars and into Rebels is when I really start to truly fall in love with Maul as, as an overall character, not just a bad guy. Uh, another one of those, those stories of being broken and being rebuilt and this fixation with uh chasing this one goal which was destroying obi-wan and so even at the end when obi-wan destroys maul for the last time like like the, that scene is so impactful so i thought that was uh was pretty cool um another awesome character from our uh movie verse uh it has to be balin um, this is another Ooh. character that I just absolutely fell in love with instantaneously, and it is unfortunate that we will no longer have him with us. But I really, through the entirety of Ahsoka, getting to see this character develop and still have so much mystery uh, enveloped, uh, enveloping this character, you know, it's really hard to to know what's going to happen with Balin. Like we know ultimately, like what has happened to the actor, but. Still, I feel like there's still a lot of story to be told, uh, whether it's in the past or even in his progression forward. Uh, it's it's 
I I never really thought that I was going to fall in love with a character like this. It was it was so outside the 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 norm of like what we get with a an antagonist style character who really doesn't even seem to fall within into the category of antagonist within Ahsoka. With Ahsoka, it seems to be very more like chaotic neutral, uh, where he's kind of there, but he has a, an ultimately another goal, uh, which was really really cool. So I fell in love with him uh, a lot, and um, I don't have a fourth one, Kevin. It's it's th- this is. The, th- those three, I think, for me, uh, overall, have been like. If you would ask me who's your favorite Star Wars character, it would ultimately be Darth Maul every time. I will always say Darth Maul is probably my favorite character in all of Star Wars. So I actually left my favorite character off of this, and I know that's weird to say, but the reason I did was because the impact of those four characters on the entirety of my loving Star Wars mm-hmm. versus, and you know, my favorite character is Ahsoka. It did. Ahsoka is a slow burn for me. Sure. Over time, I grew to love her and um, really associate with a lot of her principles and whatnot. But she didn't like punch me in the face like those four that I mentioned did. Yeah. And, you know, and Anakin, when I say Anakin, I'm including Darth Vader as a character. I mean, his journey end to end. And, you know, the impact Darth Vader has on you the first time you see Star Wars as a child is you're scared, you're intimidated, you're like kind of like he's pretty cool, all of that stuff. So that's why I did that. But I left the soak off just because. You know, it wasn't this crazy impact. It was a slowly over time falling in love. And really, she is my favorite character in all of Star Wars. But that's more because I associate with her. I kind of did a mixed bag of like who had an impact on the franchise on a high level. Yeah. And who do I love? So I mean, like, I, I think I think I could go down the list of all of the predominant Star Wars characters, you know, good and bad. And I think that I could give you a quality as to like why I enjoy them in the Star Wars verse. Like, it's like it's really hard to have a character that I just don't like. Like, there are definitely like some characters within like shows and things but not uh, I know not that are don't like yeah like they're, they're not lead characters you know like not, they, they that aren't driving a story through one place or the other um yeah i mean like i i think the, the 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 catalog of star wars characters overall is pretty solid hard to pick a favorite chat's gonna ask you why you didn't put jar jar binks on yours you know I thought about I thought about opening up with Jar Jar as a joke, and then I would be like, "You no. should have did Darth Jar Jar." That and then been the play. it would get clipped, and then it would just be no. They know how much Could I. You imagine Tim being like Darth Jar Jar, my number one, because you know the what? Most you know what? Though, but Star I can't Wars. say one of my favorite Star Wars actors though is uh, the individual who who does play Ahmed Best. Uh, he is just I, I I think if we were to put anyone who deserved a, a redemption arc, who who deserved to have that moment, like. I think I could throw him up there on on my Mount Rushmore because like every time that I have listened to him speak about how much that sucked and how much he thought about ending his life and then getting this opportunity and feeling like the love from the community like as much as it sucks knowing that the community did that to him it was also really cool to see that he was able to overcome that. I hope we get more of that story before Star Wars Celebration. I don't think we're going to but I hope we do. And I hope they bring him to Japan and I hope he gets as equally as large standing ovation and tears and happiness as Anakin did. Yeah. Uh, or uh, Hayden did. Yep. Um, I really do. I hope that for him because the reinvention of himself into the franchise. And if most of you know, his character, his new character, Kelleran Beck, who's the, you know, the steward of the younglings, if you will, in the Jedi temple. He was on that game show that was kind of like Legends of the Hidden Temple yeah. or Star Wars uh-huh. Disney Plus put on YouTube. Um, and they took that character who was the host of that and they've now implanted him into lore. He's in the books now, too. They talk about him in, in some of the Star Wars so books. Sick. He's in the comics. 
And, uh, you know, if you really want a redemption arc for someone in Star Wars uh, that got like a crappy casting like Jar Jar Binks, all you do is make them a badass and put a lightsaber in their hand. And yeah. all of a sudden we are like, <laughs> dude. Uh, but man, and then the, the videos, the it, a TikTok made of that was like, oh, it's so good. It gives me goosebumps talking about it. So I really hope uh, that Ahmed Best gets to enjoy uh, after after the fandom treating him so poorly, I really hope he gets to it, like get the three the one eighty treatment that Hayden got and and get his redemption arc. So, yeah. um, well, that's it for Star Wars and Scotch in twenty twenty three. That's another year. Kevin. We're gonna put an exclamation point on it. One hundred and fifty six episodes, not this year overall. God, um, <laughs> that would, could you imagine doing one hundred and fifty six in oh a year? God, no, that'd uh, be three a week um no i'm good but yeah thank you for a great year of star wars it was really fun we got some great shows awesome um, it was great content. and we're looking forward to 2024 uh we listed the shows out we got rebel moon um and uh we will be doing star wars and scotch at gcx yes we have every intention to try and be in japan in 2025 as well but um we'll, we'll see, see how happens. the world goes yeah oh. we i don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow let alone in april of 2025 so we'll play that by ear but thanks for a great year thanks for the support the show got more popular than ever this year especially when ahsoka was yeah, on which we is so awesome shattering listening records uh so we hope for for those folks we hope they stick around and enjoy the show and hang out with us but in the meantime uh since there's no episode next week and we will be back in the first week of january if you're missing tim like you're missing him a lot just go to twitch.tv slash darknessfortunite or youtube.com slash darknessfortunite or darknessfortunite anywhere on the internet, on, honestly, and go go hang out with Tim in his chat. You can uh, you can give show him your member on YouTube if you'd like. Um, Don't do that. But that's how you get the money. But you can also visit Kevin over at twitch.tv forward slash kmagic101, youtube.com forward slash kmagic101 forward slash live, tiktok.com forward slash at kmagic101. Um, but yeah, thanks for a terrific year. We are Star Wars and Scotch everywhere. Star Wars Scotch or Star Wars and Scotch anywhere on the internet. Um, if you're listening for the first time, we hope you enjoyed the show. If you're a longtime listener, thanks for sticking around. But we will see you in 2024 after Tim says, May the force be with you. Always.